Hi, I'm Janice Corsano. And I'm Christine Alexander. And this is How to Survive Earth School. Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of How to Deal with This Crazy World. Uh, this is the continuation of the episode we started last week, uh, Janice's workshop from September. Um, now in this class, she talks a lot about energy. And so sometimes I like to explain a little bit more what we mean by that. Um, energy, of course, is everything. You know, Einstein proved in, you know, that E equals MC squared. Energy is mass times the um, speed of light squared. So um, I won't go too much into that. Um, but I do think that energy sometimes is, is sort of a catch-all phrase that is used to, to explain a lot of different things. So we use energy a lot to talk about the feeling of things, you know, what we're feeling from another person or a place. Um, and so that sometimes I think needs a little bit more explanation. Um, I believe, you know, in recent years, there's just been a ton of research done about just how much we actually affect each other. Um, so for me, sometimes energy means, um, you know, facial expressions, body language, those sort of subconscious cues we're getting from each other, maybe even hormonal changes that we can kind of pick up on a chemical level. Um, but there is actually a really interesting study that was done in the Netherlands recently. It was in the New York Times um, about spooky action. And it talks about um, how two particles separated from a great distance um, can instantaneously affect each other. So sometimes we talk about how we can pick up things from other people, even if we're really far away from them. So maybe if you have a loved one in another part of the country and they're feeling a certain way, you know, you might start feeling that way too, um, even though you're not with them or talking to them. Um, so sometimes that stretches people's imagination. But what we're finding is that people really are affected. You know, humans are empathic. Um, we feel each other's emotions. Um, we mirror each other's facial expressions. And, you know, it doesn't really matter if we're in the same room as someone. Um, so I highly recommend looking up some of those studies if that interests you. If you have any questions, obviously email us at mylon at gmail.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing your comments. Uh, if you have a few minutes and you're liking the show, please go to iTunes and review it. It only takes a few minutes and it helps us out a lot. And uh, we'd be forever grateful. All right, guys. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is like, what is yours? So in the, when you feel a negative emotion come up. So you know how you just said that, Amy? You said... I wake up and I feel like I'm going to have a bad day. I just woke up. Can you wake up feeling like crap? Everyone does, right? Christine, you wake up feeling like crap ever? Be like, this day is going to be horrible? And then what happens? Does your day suck? Sometimes it does. Sometimes I can yeah. get out of it. But yeah, if I let it, it could go in that direction all day. Right. If you didn't have the tools that you have, what would you... Yeah, it would be bad. And how many times before you had the tools was it... You know, because Christine's very sensitive, and most of you guys, you know, would be more sensitive. Kelly's very sensitive, too. So if we said, you know, like, them both being sensitive, they're sensitive differently, though. She's a good blocker. She is. Kelly's a good blocker. Yeah. She does this block. Um, some people are more naturally good at blocking. Some people just aren't. Now, Kelly's more naturally good at blocking but she also learned to shut off her emotions because of 
something that when you have something that's traumatic happen, then you be like, oh, that's too much because she felt too much. It's like, let's shut those off. So we'll shut our switches off because we get overwhelmed with it. So she was very good at her switch turned off. She's like, oh, nope, shut that off. Feel nothing. I don't want to feel nothing. And she was good. She'd just be walking through life, be like this. I'm good. Feel nothing. <laughs> right. Most people would actually, most people, yeah, but most people would actually be excited. Like, they don't really want to feel anything. So isn't that what everyone's trying to do by drinking and drugging and everything? I want to feel shit. Nothing. I want to feel nothing. <laughs> so Kelly just goes, hold on. I got a switch for that. Let me just turn. <laughs> I need nothing. I just turned my, don't you guys have a switch? Turn that thing off. What the hell's wrong with you all? <laughs> But that's actually the kind of point. It's like she had a switch that, and everybody does. Like we get to a certain point and it just shuts off. We get overload. And that's where we get to a point where all of a sudden we're just so overwhelmed and so stressed out that it's like a switch goes off. We feel nothing. We're just numb. It's like, okay, that's like shock. You know, when we, our body's going to shock, it's like, oh good, I'm overwhelmed, stressed out. But now I don't feel anything. I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. What the hell happens? <laughs> it is. But that feeling is actually, we have to, we have to, to do that, what's funny about it is that we have to get so stressed out, so overwhelmed, and to a point, why do we have to bring ourselves there to actually just go, all right, hold on, that's too much, turn that little sucker off. <laughs> we have to get like, we have to get to a point where we're actually going to um, explode, want to strangle everybody on the planet, have road rage, want to kill everybody, just so we could actually go, I don't give a shit about any of this, okay, you know, like we get pissed because we're so upset about what's going on. Instead of us going like, we should do this, this would be an easier way to do this. You know, it should be way easier. I shouldn't have to get so frustrated and so overwhelmed and so stressed out and feel like everyone's putting so much on me. They're, then they're taking advantage of me that I could get mad enough now to actually take my life back and be like, no, I'm not doing that for you anymore. None of you. <laughs> you know? And we actually do it ourselves. So that's what's even funnier. We do it and then we get mad at you because we actually did it. We're good like that. <laughs> we, we actually set it up. We create it and then we get pissed off at the other people because they don't appreciate us. Like, wow, we're good. <laughs> we're amazing. Okay, so the, the, what is yours? When you feel a negative emotion coming up, you need to learn to ask yourself questions. That's the difference. The first thing that I, years ago, years ago, because I'm so ridiculously empathic, I would just think I was crazy. Since I was a little girl, because I could always hear angels, and I always saw things, I just assumed everybody else could, because that would be what you kind of assume. Everyone sees things and hears them the way you do. When as I got a little bit older and was feeling so much emotion, I just thought it was funny because you know when you start to learn about like the zodiac signs and stuff and since I'm a cancer and I read something about cancers and I was like, wow, they are emotional. I will never do that to a child, those poor things. I can't live through this. I, who, I don't know whoever came up with this cancer sign shit. It's horrible. <laughs> why would my mother do this to me? <laughs> you know, it was no wonder why I'm so emotional. If you read a cancer, they're very emotional, right? The, they, if you, anyone knows anything about cancers, it's a very emotional sign. So they could be cranky and crabby. Apparently the crab is their sign, right? So <laughs> they could be cranky, pains in the asses because they're emotional. So I'm going, that must be why I'm so damn emotional. No, that wasn't actually why I was emotional. It's because I'm empathic and I'm so empathic that I feel everything that everyone else feels. And to this point now, I literally eat what other people eat and it's ridiculous. I know that I'm doing it, but I can't stop it because it's, I really want it now. So a great example, went to the diner the other day and I want French toast with damn bacon. That's what I want. I'm having a craving. I want French toast with some bacon. The shallow French toast with some bacon. I can't wait. Get to the diner. So me and the person that's going to the diner, we get in the diner, open the menu, we look down at the menu, 
and all of a sudden I'm having this amazing craving for a salad. And I'm like, and he across from me goes, I think a salad. And I go, great. Well, salad's good for you. Okay. I'm looking at the salad. I'm so excited. I see this fruit and nut salad. I'm like, wow, this is going to be great. I am like mouth watering over this damn salad. The French toast and bacon's out all, all the way out. I want this salad. This fruit and nut salad looks freaking delicious. Amazing. He's getting a salad. I don't know what salad he's getting, but I'm getting this fruit and nut salad. He turns the page. He looks and he goes, chicken souvlaki. All of a sudden my salad goes out the window. I don't want salad anymore. I can't even think about how that salad would taste good. I'm like, that salad's not going to, I don't want that salad no more. He goes, chicken souvlaki. I'm going, chicken souvlaki. The waitress comes over. I'm still trying to figure out if I want a damn salad. What the hell do I want at this point? French toast isn't even, even, even in the equation anymore. And he goes, I'll have chicken sulaki with extra tzatziki. I just go ditto. <laughs> like I just, now all of a sudden I have a craving for chicken sulaki. I couldn't get the salad. Like I literally like the salad that I was mouth watering over. French toast gone. The salad now that I was mouth watering over when he wanted salad, not even having a clue. When he turned the page, my salad turned into not so much really wanting the salad anymore that I literally would have died for at that moment. Now it's chicken sulaki I'll be getting. I'm like, well, good thing I like chicken sulaki because I eat fish now. I don't eat fish. I hate fish. <laughs> and it tastes good to me. What the hell's wrong with that? But I'm like, okay, so if I eat people's food, meaning that I'm not affected, and if you are having a craving for something, I now have a craving for it, that's a very extreme thing, wouldn't you say? I can't eat anything that I want. If I'm by myself, I could. If the person around me doesn't really care, then I could. And if I say to them before we actually get in the car, because I'm trying to figure this out, listen, I don't care what I say to you. I want French toast with fucking bacon. They'll get in there and we'll get in there. Whatever they're thinking, I still can't get the French toast with bacon because that whole feeling of it just goes out the window. Whatever it is that they're having. If there's more than one people, I get confused though. Then I want five things. Be like, oh, you're having, oh, that feels great. Oh, that feels, like, so then I can't make up my mind. So then I, I actually get a pick. Be like, okay, whatever, whatever the five of you are having, then I could pick from whatever one feels good to me. And it doesn't happen with everyone. It happens with people that energy is stronger. You know, like their energy feels more stronger or they're really into whatever it is that they're eating. So when you actually feel an emotion change, right? So say we're all, all of a sudden you're sitting in your car or you wake up in the morning and feel your emotion and let yourself just go, if this is mine, it could stay, if not go away. That they gave me so many years ago because I was so sensitive to everybody. And it's a universal law that if an emotion is not, does not belong to you, it has to leave if you ask it to leave. So that being the case, feel anybody, just let yourself feel some of the frustration, Judy, that you had earlier, right? And say, if this is mine, it can stay, if not, go away. And tell me how much of it changes. Because if it's yours, if it was all 100% yours, then 100% of it would stay. If it wasn't, if part of it was somebody else's, meaning Dave's, or Frank's, or Wise's, or anybody else, right? If it was anybody else's, then it would disappear altogether if it wasn't yours at all, or you might have some of it disappear, like the energy of it comes down. What's the difference if you just say, if this is mine, I could stay, if not go away. If you let yourself feel the emotion, if you say, like, let yourself feel the emotion from earlier today, 
right? And if you say, if this is mine, it could stay, if not go away. Just say that to yourself. If not go away. It's the universal law that if it doesn't belong to you, if it wasn't yours, that it has to leave. Can you feel the emotion? And then when you say that, what changes? Okay, so how much down did it go? A lot, and even before when you were talking to me about it, that's when it really came down. Mm -hmm. so when you let it down. That's, that's yeah. It came down even more then than, than it did now. Okay, so, so that's how it shows you. Right, so that shows you that part of that, what she was feeling, what she was saying when she was feeling, part of it wasn't hers at all, right? Because the idea that if it belongs to you, just saying if this is mine, I could say if not go away, none of it should go if it's all you. None. She should feel exactly the same that she felt before. If, it, if it's all of yours, then you would feel exactly the same. So if you feel, what you, is, you felt that way this morning? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not this way, but recently. Okay, so can you bring that feeling back? Do it. We're going to try to get rid of it. <laughs> okay. If you could bring it up. Okay. Say that to yourself. If this is mine, it could stay. If not, go away. Go away. What's the difference? So how much of it was yours? Uh-huh. None, right? So you see the difference? You didn't have to feel that at all during the day, right? If you just said that, had yourself protected, said that, that, and if it came back, just so you know, if it came back, what we're going to do different things on you, uh, you know, understanding like what, what's from who and where it came from. But just saying that one little thing. Um, share with the craziness in the house that you're feeling and you're going okay how much you picking up and then say it so it's like okay i'm getting hit left and right with everyone's stuff let yourself feel the feeling of what that feels like you know how it overwhelms you and you want to just hide somewhere okay let yourself get yourself protected get your white light love and protection around get your gold net and then say okay feel that feeling if this is mine it could stay if not go away So none of it's yours. No. Right. Michelle? Yeah, I did it today with my daughter, and I knew. But I surrounded myself with the white light this morning. So if it was any other day, I would be sucked into that. Right. And the difference was, because Michelle did it today, where she said that not necessarily did she do the other thing in surrounding herself and protecting herself. Did you put the gold net around you too? I didn't do the gold. No. Okay. But just surrounding yourself mm -hmm. and just saying that, what changed for your day today? Uh, it gives me more perspective on what's going on. So it, it is, it's like a protection. You can, you don't absorb. Right, so instead I of fighting. I her feelings, but I, I don't feel them. Yeah. And so instead of you fighting with her, what do you get to do then? I try to be a positive force. To understand yeah. what's going on, mm -hmm. instead of you taking them on. Yeah. At least what, what, yours? Because you've been getting pummeled. Caught when yeah. I don't wake up in the morning. And I tried to practice that before I even get out of bed. I surround myself with white light love and protection and the gold sparkly light that we mm -hmm. talked about. But the mesh is a great idea. But when I don't, I think about it. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to do it. It's not every day I do it. 
So yeah, when you're just like jumping out of bed and running, I'm like pummeled and then I have to wait a minute and like stop and run the energy through. Mm -hmm. And then I could like handle this overwhelming stress feeling. And then once I like do those tools, it's helpful. Does it, it actually deal? <laughs> right. So if you think about what you've been feeling today, or just you know the last couple days, yeah. and put yourself in the white light of love and protection. Put the mesh, the gold mesh, around you, mm -hmm. which only you know it's allowing in the positive, and we still feel other people, right? So we get some of the other people and the energy that you've been feeling, mm -hmm. and you say, "If this is mine, it could stay. If not, go away." How much goes? That tool just by itself is amazing. It's a lifesaver. Like it's, it's something as simple as that is a lifesaver. The thing that we want to learn more about is like, wow, that's so amazing. Like if we're actually able to pick up everybody's energy that strong, we don't know how much we're picking up then. We say that all day, right? We'd be saying that all day. If this mind is safe, not go away. This mind, because every other minute we feel something else. And especially now, every other minute you feel something. All right, so if you guys, right, we're gonna practice a little bit. So the first thing that we're doing, we go, all right, so to figure out if it's yours. So that one little, if this is mine, it could stay, if not go away. That's a great tool when we don't have any time to actually figure out where it's coming from. But we have to ask questions. So say we wanna to start to figure out where it's coming from. Because what, what we're actually doing, so that you guys understand what it's all for, we're actually communicating. We're actually going to communicate as telepathic and empathic people as we evolve. So what's actually happening is people are becoming more telepathic and empath, um, telepathic and empathic, and they're really communicating. So we're communicating with each other. That's why I said if someone says to you, if someone says, "Jude, I'm fabulous, I'm fine," and you feel like oh, something don't feel right here, <laughs> you go with the something don't feel right here feeling because we start to go. That don't match. You ever feel that feeling like someone says, you know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Like, that don't feel like that matches at all. Mm -mm. The energy doesn't lie. People may tell us because they may not want to tell us what's going on, but energy doesn't lie. So if someone's communicating with you, what's amazing is they will communicate with you with their energy. That's what we're doing. So instead of us just picking up the energy, it's actually communication. So we can actually understand the per person and what they're actually trying to tell us. So we want to figure out some of it. We want to figure out who it is and where it's coming from. Now, some of you may know exactly because it's like it's the person sitting next to me on my left-hand side and it's freaking driving me nuts because we could feel it so strong. Sometimes we don't know because you could actually be in your house by yourself and feel overwhelmed as crap. Like you're saying, like you wake up and there might not be anybody there and you're like, okay, this is going to be a bad day. And you don't know where it came from. And when you say, the first thing that you say, and look at your little sheets uh, over there, and it's number three. It's like, you need to learn, right, to ask questions to figure out if it's yours or someone else. The first question is, is this mine? First question, right? It's on the front page, right? It's on the first page? On the, mm -hmm. is this mine? Now, everyone asks a question, like, so think about just a feeling and feel whatever you felt today, some feeling that you felt today that just kind of popped in out of nowhere. Let yourself feel it. And then just ask the question, is this mine? Whatever answer you guys come up with, whatever it is, let it just pop in. Just relax and just let yourself, whatever it is, it's a yes or a no, is this mine?
What you got? How many people got no? You got yes? That it was mine? Yeah. When you said, is this mine? Something I asked myself, yes, it was mine. Okay. Because yeah. there's the difference, right? Yeah. So if it's yours, then we then do the next step of what we need to do to handle what was yours, right? If it doesn't belong to you, so then now pick a different emotion that you felt, right? right? And then ask if it's mine. Okay. So that we get to a no for you, right? Because everyone else had a no. So we'll go to get to, get to one for you that's a no. Okay, so it's like, you know, don't judge it, just whatever you feel. Is it someone close to me? Close to me meaning a person that you're close to. Not a person that's close in your proximity. Someone that's close to you. Like a family member, a friend, someone that you're close to. So just ask that question. Everyone got the answer? That may be a no, that may be a yes. If it's a yes and it's someone close to you, then you start going down the list of names of who you think it is and ask, you could ask the names. If there's too many of them, you could ask them to just tell you who it is. You know, be like, okay, just, just show me or tell me. We need to start trusting our intuition. It's really amazing. If it's a no, that it's not someone close to you, the next question is, is it someone close in my proximity? So meaning someone in the area wherever I am. So if I'm at work or wherever I am, someone close to me, if it's not someone close to me, oh, I figured out mine now. Good. Yes. See that? That's wild. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's so crazy. That's what's so amazing about it is now. What's the difference when you actually understand where it comes from? What does it do for you? Because number one, you understand. Okay, what are they trying to communicate to me? What's the feeling that they're trying to tell me? Because if we're communicating, and that's the form we're going to communicate in. If we understand who it's coming from, then our next questions are after we figure out who it is or where it's coming from or it's a situation. It could be a, it could be a person, place, or thing because things hold energy and communicate. Um, places hold energy and communicate and people hold energy because all, all of them are energy, right? So say you figure it out and you go, okay, what was it that they're trying to communicate? What are they feeling? What's going on with them? Because that's where you guys start learning how to read each other. You're actually communicating all the time. Cal, what was yours? Okay, and once you figured out what was the per what was the, the thing, person, place trying to communicate, what was the feeling that you got from them? Um, so in that, the sense that like I don't like my job. Right. So instead of it being like, oh, I don't like my job, like you not liking your job, because right. if you're picking that up, we would hear it and feel it as if we don't like our job ourselves. And instead of it being like, wait a minute, that isn't actually me who doesn't like my job. It's like, how, how do you like your job? I like it. Okay. So all of a sudden she don't like her job and then she's going like, wait a minute, hold on. That just came out of nowhere and I was perfectly fine and I really like my job. That would be something that comes out of nowhere and that she actually got, needs to start to question. You know, like, why did that just, maybe I hate my job. Because the first thing that we do with that is go, maybe I don't like my job. Maybe I, I don't like this job anymore. Huh. And then you could go every single reason why you don't like it. Everyone, we could all come up, we all make stories up, so we come up with every reason why, right? How many reasons could you actually come up with if you actually said, you come up with a million. You're like, it's too slow, it's not this, it's not that, I wish, it's a, it, I'd rather be doing, it'd be nice if, you, we make up all kinds of things. As soon as you found out who that was, what are they trying to communicate to you? 
But I didn't even realize that until now that the person wasn't satisfied. They didn't feel satisfied. And I then later on in the day, and it was in the morning, and then later in the day, I didn't feel satisfied. And I don't even know why I didn't feel satisfied. So I was just like searching for my own answer for myself. And I never figured it out until now. Isn't that amazing? That was, yeah. Okay. So if we go, what would have changed in your day if you knew this? something small but it would it would have just made a difference because I wouldn't have been still searching like I'm searching for that answer that this person is probably still searching for the answer. <laughs> right? It's not my problem. It wasn't your thing. They didn't no. feel satisfied, but guess who picked it up and didn't feel satisfied? You. Yes, and then and I, and I consciously like I don't know, it's so weird to me. But just because then I can figure it out. I know, but isn't that cool? Because yeah. once you figure it out then you realize that it's not a problem, number one. Number two, you actually can let it go. It's not yours. Yeah, definitely. It's not yours. You could let it go very easily. Number three, think about, that might have been a little thing. If you could figure out a lot of them during the day, how much better is your day? How much better is your day, Cher, when you know that it's not yours? How much better is it? It's like, wow, that's so much better because we're getting, we're getting bombarded. Now, that doesn't mean that we want to hang around these people. But if we're at work, we kind of have to. And if some of them are our family and live in our house, we kind of got to figure out what our protection is and what they're trying to say to us, like what's going on with them. So we could actually do something with it for ourselves. Like, you know, the more protected we are, the better it is. So if we go, all right, if we finally figured out and we're going, all right, we're all in empathic and more telepathic to some degree. And the planet vibrating higher makes us even more so. It's important to know what is yours and what someone else's. If the answer is yes, that it's yours or becomes yours, because what happens is that if we don't ask the question earlier, it will become yours. Becoming yours means that it went into all of your little spots. So everyone has their own shit, right? Everyone's dealing with stuff. So if we go, all right, well, what would it hap What would happen if we basically went, where is um, that feeling of not being satisfied? Well, you could think of a million reasons why you're not satisfied, can't you? Mm -hmm. So it can be then become yours, where now it becomes and it grows its own because you actually make the story up and it grows into a whole big thing. And you're like, wow, see, I'm not satisfied because um, this, this, and this, 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 and this, and it didn't even start out as yours to begin with. Mm -hmm. But you turned it into and now it became yours. So when you use the thing, is this mine, you'll get a yes, it's mine, because it actually became yours. The faster we actually understand when something comes in out of nowhere that we do this exercise, and that we actually say, if this is mine, I can stay. That could be the fastest thing that you do. If it stops for 10 seconds, you know it doesn't belong to you, and then you can figure out where it came from. You know, then you can figure out, okay, this isn't mine, okay, who, who did it? So, now reading energy. You've identified where the negative energy is coming from. Now you're going to read the person. Nothing is something. Just so you all know, feeling nothing is something. Nothing, there is no such thing. Nothing is something. So if you feel nothing, that means something. Anybody that feels nothing means something. And especially for you, because you would think that you did the shut off thing very well. But the difference with that would be, the difference with that would be, is that if you're attempting to, the difference is if we had a shut off switch, if we're attempting to read somebody, we could still feel them and read them. We don't have to wear them. That's the whole point of being able to read them. We don't wear them.